The following is a presentation of the Pro Wrestling Report, TV and radio. Informative, entertaining, and real since 1998. Are you ready? Welcome to TWR Reaction with Matthew Thomas and the man they call Meathead. And be part of the show by calling 877-317-9772. Good evening, wrestling fans, and welcome to a very special edition of Monday Night Meltdown. Wait, wrong show. Matthew, where are we? What time is it? What day is this? No, folks, I'm joking. Welcome to a very special edition of uh, Monday Night Raw Reaction. It is the Raw after WrestleMania right now in the ring. Six-man tag action. Seth Rollins, Jeff Hardy, and Finn Balor taking on the Miz Taraj. Miz, uh, Curtis Axel, and Bo Dallas. Matthew, good evening, sir. How are you feeling? I'm I'm doing all right. Jeff Hardy just looks bored, doesn't he? Uh, but it, I understand his feel because a lot of people tell me I look like I don't care or look like I'm not trying hard enough. When you're really, really good at what you do, it's not a challenge to you to do something over and over, even though you may be the best in the world at it. So maybe he just can't feign excitement. Do you have a pair of... Uh... Long sleeve spree looking uh, looking uh, gear like that. You mean like a, a pair of, a pair of uh, forearm singlets that look like fruit stripe gum? Yes, yeah, yeah, that's exactly the word I was looking for. The phrase I was looking for. I'm just I'm picturing sprees or skittles when I see that. <laughs> Taste the rainbow, my friend. Isn't that your pickup line from Shenanigans this weekend? Hey, we're not we're not talking about that. <laughs> Matthew walking a little funny over the weekend, but uh, oh, folks, you, if you, you want to you interact and react with us, and, and I'm, I'm, see, I'm seeing the same, I'm seeing the same pattern on Finn Balor's as well too. So that that might actually uh, Finn Balor's is the inclusion might, one, you know that. Yes, yes, and, and Jeff Hardy's might be as, as well too. Now that I'm actually looking at it, the panel will look probably. So it just it just it just jumped at, it just jumped at me as a very bright set of, of sleeves there upon first glance. Wait. So. Way to get away from the fact that I said that you're walking funny after a really wild weekend. Folks, we're taking calls tonight to 877-317-9772 or 347-996-5278. It's, a, it's been a big show. Lots of big surprises. Matthew, um, we're going to get right to it. We're not even going to play games here. <coughs> Available on Twitter, at PWR Show, at WCW Meathead, at The Real M. Thomas. Let us get started. There's no four-hour pre-show here, Matthew. Raw starts at 8 Eastern, 7 Central on the USA Network. The show opens Six up with Stephanie time. McMahon. What's that? Six Mountain Time. You can't keep neglecting us people in the Mountain Time Zone. that Nobody apparently cares about, and you can't even buy a Mountain Time TV guide. The closest you get is a Pacific Time TV guide, which is absolutely obsolete as it pertains to television. <laughs> because you, it's, not all, it's not always a one-hour differential. Sometimes Mountain Time does really, really weird stuff. Uh, our news starts at 10 o'clock, mind you. <laughs> Matthew, um, please don't sell to the people that you're this, you know, the hero for the mountain time people. Uh, aren't you from the East Coast? Yes, yes, I am. Yes, I am. But, you know, since I've since I've been here in the mountain time zone, I've, I've seen really what kind of a short end of the stick these guys actually have gotten. And really it is a cause that – you know, not enough people uh, address. Have taken up, yeah. Rock a high, rock a high. All right, let's start. 
with the beginning of WWE Raw. Stephanie McMahon comes to the ring uh, wearing the uh, sling over her arm. Uh, she wants to introduce us to her best friend, Rowdy, Ronda Rousey. And, uh, you know, first Ronda hugs it out, you know, because that's what UFC people do. They hug it out. But then she gives him the collar and elbow and takes her over the top of her head. Again, we talked about it last night, folks, while she had, and I'm going to use Dave Hero's words, while she had great dance partners, Ronda Rousey looked like she actually belonged in that ring. Yeah. Uh, Ronda still got to get rid of the smile, the just the, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm here smile. Right. Uh, but Ronda Rousey, a, a threat to be reckoned with. Matthew, thoughts? No, I, I think that she's... I was really impressed with what I saw last night. She looks like she's comfortable in that ring. And, and I think the in-ring persona, the little, small, little, subtle things, it's going to it's gonna come with time. Fair enough. Um, Matthew, uh, one of your favorite things that the Raw announced team has been doing the last two or three years is letting you know that it's opposed to WrestleMania Raw and weird things will happen. Are you excited that they told us what kind of show it is? Oh, of course. Uh, uh, Bizarro Land, Bizarro World. Reminder that this is uh, not reflective of the actual WWE fan. This is the the odd eccentric fans. So these are the dirty, unwashed international fans. And Stephanie's line, by the way, was, you know, it's got an international flavor here. And by the way, I could smell you here. Wow. (laughs) Uh, There's some verbal shots tonight that – that's one of them. That one. That one's still pretty mm-hmm. PG. But there was some stuff uh, laid out tonight that uh, just blew me away. Anyways, they come back from break, <coughs> and out comes the brand new Raw Women's Champion, and it is Nia Jax. Now Nia is about to celebrate and let everyone know how you know just absolutely blessed—not blessed, by the way—but blessed to be the Raw Women's Champion. Here comes Mickey James. Here comes Alexa Bliss. And uh, they basically set it up so they're going to have a tag match. But, oh, Naya, you don't seem to have a tag partner. Now, Matthew, it's the Raw after WrestleMania, you know, because we have to keep telling people this. Who's yeah. going to be your tag team partner? Who? 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 Former NXT Women's Champion Ember Moon debuting on Raw this evening. Also, by the way, the announcement that next week is the Superstar Shakeup. No longer called the draft. The superstar shakeup. So all these talents debuting on Raw tonight could end up being on SmackDown by next week. Matthew, your thoughts on Ember Moon cracking the main roster? Uh, I like it. I mean, that was going to be the next logical step after she lost the other night, seemingly, and that seemed to be one of the makes sense for one of the next call ups. And again, what I like about this is you're getting new blood in that women's division and. The problem when you had your first initial round of call-ups from NXT with the Charlotte and the Becky Lynch and with Sasha and then Bayley, you know, a lot of these times you're just getting rehashed NXT matches, which were great, but there wasn't a lot of stuff you hadn't seen. You know, you've got the chance of Ember Moon to work with the likes of potentially a Charlotte or a Becky Lynch or a Bayley or a Sasha Banks. And... What I like now is you're getting these, you know, second and third generation NXT stars in these matches that you haven't already seen uh, on that brand. So I, I like it. I'm excited for what she can do in the in the women's division wherever she does land. Okay. Well, Ember Moon uh, debuting on the Raw brand. Now they go backstage, 
and Kurt Angle is there, and here comes the tag team champions, Matthew Thomas, not just Braun Strowman, but also Nicholas, his partner. Now, um, <laughs> we have more information than we had last night when the show was going off the air and when Nicholas became a Raw tag team champion. Um, not a Make-A-Wish uh, move. Uh, Nicholas is the son, apparently, of uh, one of the referees, John Cohn. Mm-hmm. Nicholas, legitimately a Raw tag team champion. And uh, Braun Strowman does all the talking for the team. Goes to Kurt. Kurt, we're going to have to relinquish the Raw tag team championships. Nicholas has a scheduling conflict. I mean, the kid's in fourth grade. But uh, <laughs> when when school's out, he's going to come back. And Nicholas says his line, someone's going to get these hands. <laughs> Matthew, now that you know Nicholas's story and his backstory. How do you feel about Nicholas, ten-year-old Nicholas, being a Raw Tag Team Champion in the the annals of history? I'm a night removed from it. I'm okay with it. I, uh, you know, it's still. I was on the fence most of the day, but after Raw tonight, after it's relinquished after one night, I'm. I'm okay with it because. Are you okay with it because it's relinquished? Um. Yes and no. Like this, this whole thing. What the way this was booked? Braun Strowman is a monster. He can defeat multiple people at the same time, even the tag team champions. That that needs to be. I think that is the issue. If you're going to have an issue, that's the issue right there because this was going to happen regardless. Nicholas was a mere technicality and a mere unexpected moment to take place at WrestleMania. I'm okay with it. I had mixed feelings last night, but um, it's not it's not David Arquette esque to me. Um, David Arquette, I'm still not okay with. Nicholas, I'm okay with. I would be okay with it, taking your logic there, only because Nicholas was one and done, got in, got out. Now, granted, he may show up at SummerSlam. He, he, I mean, if it's if it's legitimate, if they you know stick to linear storytelling, he may be at SummerSlam. He may be at you know so, whatever the June pay per view is. Here's what I want him to do next week at the Superstar Shake Up. Doesn't have to be on the actual show. Have Nicholas get drafted at some point. And I, I don't want just a, a you know a screen grab from WrestleMania. I want him to you know because he did some of the Photoshop. Uh, Photo shoots as a Raw Tag Team Champion. I want legitimate WWE profile picks. Let me ask you this. I think it would be quite magical. You don't hear anything from Nicholas until the Rumble next year, and he's a surprise entrant. And he runs in. <laughs> what, what? What's his theme music? School of Rock? <laughs> <sighs> or, anyway. or do you wait? Do you wait two or three more years, you know, once he starts... Nicholas is starting to get puberty. that first mustache? Yep, and everybody has forgotten about who he is. And the music hits, and you, you dawns on you that it's Nicholas entering the Rumble at 13, 14. Michael Cole yelling, oh my God, it's Nicholas! <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry, but no. Let's move on. Uh, commercial break, promo, uh, debuting... Adam Rose, Adam Rose debuting on Raw. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not Adam Rose. He looks Latino. It's no way, Jose, no way. 
Jose, Matthew, tell me that the comparisons are just not deserved because no way Jose comes out. He's got a conga line. I'm like, okay, there's got to be a bunny. There's got to be a bunny. There's the bunny right there. <laughs> so if Adam Rose had rosebuds, what are no way Jose's Congo? Congos? Uh, Congos or or Congo, something else that starts with a C. Um, you can't. It's not the coconut. Me, but, you know. Yeah, so that'll work. Terrible. Um, I think that having him debut on Raw like that, post-WrestleMania, with the coconuts dancing behind him, looking exactly like rosebuds, Terrible. I thought it was. I thought it Here, might have ruined him. Here's the thing. Again, I think this guy is going to be a candidate of someone whose gimmick just might not work on the main roster. It might, but uh, again, I hearken back to a little bit of the. Vaudeville. It was something that kind of yes, kind of feels like a vaudevillains or Ascension or Bailey for me, and. You know, I guess it's hard to group Bailey in that category, but yeah, Bailey's I don't still think a, a, she's up there. She's she's yeah, but I, I don't I don't think that gimmick has translated like it did at NXT, and I think this might very well be. Um, you know, th- this has the potential to to be grouped in that category. Right now, I'm saying no way to Jose. Uh, the bar walks up to Kurt Angle backstage, and they want their tag team titles back since, uh, you know, Nicholas and Braun had to relinquish them. Well, <clears throat> we come find out the Tag Team Eliminator is going to determine who will face the bar on April 27th in Saudi Arabia uh, at the that mega, <laughs> mega show. So uh, the bar are put right into the match. You know, that's their rematch. And all these other tag teams will have to battle to take on the bar in Saudi Arabia. Your thoughts? Because literally Sheamus and Cesaro looked at each other, oh, well. Five-time tag team champions, I guess. Whatever. Your thoughts on them having to earn their way back to get their belts back? Um, I I don't necessarily know that I like it with the normal logic of pro wrestling and the fact that they're due a rematch clause, right? Yeah, and they're getting it in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I guess it's. Uh. I guess it's. Uh. It, it's all right. It'll work. I'm still a little fascinated by this. Uh. This Saudi Arabia. Um. What's the What's the date on the next? Is Is this our? Is no, this backlash our backlash after that? I believe. Okay. Backlash, but it's, it's close, right? Or is it a full month? They're apart? close. I believe they're in the same week because Saudi Arabia is a Friday. Wow. And the reason wow. why I'm putting that out there is, and I'll jump ahead and then we'll jump back. Um, a particular superstar, I'm not going to spoil it because I like to talk linear, a particular superstar said that he's going to beat up somebody, and after that somebody loses their match during that Saudi Arabia match, he's going to beat them up at Backlash afterwards. Okay? So that's how I know that the timeline is what it is. Mm-hmm. Again, that, that, that was uh, no spoilers there, right? All right. Tag match, it's Gallows and Anderson taking on Dawson and Wilder, uh, the Revival win in the tag team eliminator and they move on to next week but does it make sense to have a tag team tournament when there's a superstar shakeup? what if those teams right. are there you have it makes no sense there there you have it there might might be a few buys in this in this tournament or something 
you know, where somebody advances after a team gets split up or, or something along those lines. Yeah. Every member of the Shield, by the way, are now Grand Slam champions, as Seth Rollins proclaims in his promo that he finally caught up to Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose. Every member are Grand Slam champions. Let that sink in for a little bit. The Shield, three-man team, all are Grand Slam champions. And how many Grand Slam champions do we have in the history of the company? Maybe 20, maybe 30? The number's out there. I just don't know what it is off the top of my head. All three of those came up together. Yeah, that's that's pretty pretty significant there. And I mean it's the Shield debuted in what, twenty Survivor Series twenty twelve, is that right? Right. And it was assumed that they were out there to help them uh CM Punk. Mhm. They came right out, out of the crowd. Um so Seth Rollins talking, here comes Finn Balor, here comes the Miz, here comes the Miz Daraj. It's a three on two, they start staring at each other. Boy, this is one of those spots again where Something should happen. It is the Raw after WrestleMania, Matthew Thomas. Doom, 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 doom. Oh, and here comes Rainbow Bright. He is on his way. It's Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy, the returning Jeff Hardy, is going to team up with uh, Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. The returning Jeff Hardy back from injury. I believe he hurt his back. But uh, six-man tag coming up, and that looks like it's going to be our main uh Following this little segment here, uh, they let us know Roman Reigns is here. Also, Sasha Banks taking on Mandy Rose. Let's go back to commercial. Back from the break, and we've got Absolution's Paige, Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville waiting in the ring. For those that don't remember, I don't know if you remember this, Matthew, when Tough Enough was on, that's Mandy Rose from Tough Enough. Yeah. She actually made it all the way through and looks legitimate now. You couldn't tell that she was a – I mean, let's pull the curtain back here. Tough Enough isn't, you know, a bunch of random names drawn out of a hat to compete for a prize. They're wrestling performers that were given a chance to compete on TV, even though the winners and the losers um, didn't matter. The person who won Tough Enough didn't matter. The person who lost, I mean, they're all going to get contracts. Except for, uh, where's Gator Boy? What was his name? ZZ or Zuzu or Zuzu Petals? or? Yes, yes, him and then the actual... Uh... The winner from a few seasons back that didn't quite didn't quite come uh, through. What was his name? Yeah, the tall one. What was his name? Yeah, yeah. That was the one that Stone Cold oh, Steve man. Austin picked. I can't think of his name right now, but uh, that's the point. I mean, it doesn't matter what his name is. Um, winner of the match, Mandy Rose. Uh, Bailey apologizing to Sasha Banks for what happened. Obviously, Rose floors Banks with a big knee and covers for the pin. There's still issues between uh, Bailey and uh, Sasha Banks. Where is this going? I thought we could have got a culmination last night, a change or something. We got nothing. Uh, the bigger story here is after the match, Absolution stands tall in the ring as Paige's music hits. Bailey walks up the ramp and looks upset as Sasha recovers. Banks follows Bailey up the ramp as we get a replay of what happened. Paige takes the mic and let's just compress it. Paige's injuries are more serious than we thought. Paige has to retire. Page is done, Matthew Thomas. Uh, four-year career in the WWE on the main roster. Do you remember her debut match? Yes, it was the night after WrestleMania, right? And what did she do? She won the title. She walked in and won the belt. Fresh from NXT, walked in and became the women's champion. Um, 
I would say this is a work only if she didn't say these words. I'd like to thank Daniel Bryan for giving me inspiration and showing me that it is possible. So while she's retiring right now, she probably has got to go sit out for two, three, four years, rest her body, get her body back together, to stay off the cameras, stop making videos, get to work. You know what? It's, she's retiring from in-ring action, but she's got a lot of PR work coming up with this movie. And hopefully she can right. work on her camera skills because those promos yesterday for the, her movie were terrible. Whoa. Matthew, your thoughts on Paige yeah, well, uh, being more hurt well, this, than anything? This, this, this news had been out there for a while. I mean, this is why you hadn't seen her in action after, um, you know, the, the news kind of came out there. It had very really little. Been a- she did yeah. compete a little bit when Absolution was created, and then all of a sudden, bam, she's back out again. Yeah, yeah. it had it hadn't been addressed publicly until tonight. But yeah, I mean, hopefully, it is a Daniel Bryan situation where she can, you know, recover and, and get back to work and in some capacity. Just I mean, another, think of it this way: if we're uh, saying Daniel Bryan now, but let's go back to the Heartbreak Kid. How long did he have to sit back yeah. and rest before he can get back in the ring and do what he did? Ninety-eight, ninety-eight to oh two, right? Right, so he left for four years to rest his body. Yeah. Wrestling's a, a real, a real, not, I almost said the word sport. It's a real show, and it's a real athletic competition. And these men and these women are abusing their bodies on a daily basis to entertain you and me. Oh, absolutely. Hey, and it's, rest consi- it's consistent repetition night after night and it's just it takes its toll and and what you're seeing now it's not these it's not as many of these freak injuries where something happens and you know the person's out it's more of okay something seemingly coming out of nowhere of course it's not out of nowhere because it's years and years of you know this happening but it's you know basically these these chronic type of injuries that are occurring where you know, you get a Daniel Bryan situation or a Paige situation where, um, you know, it's you got to got to give it a rest. Uh, she said she also drew inspiration from talking to Edge over the weekend, uh, and Edge letting her know that there is more to life than this. Edge, um, I wonder if Edge is a guy that might try to come back in and do it again. I mean, because look at it, Edge and Christian are retired. I mean, technically, yeah. Christian, you know, didn't get the ballyhoo that Edge did because Edge walked out after a man, matter of fact. It might have been that same night. Uh, I'm not for sure. How long has Edge been down? Well, did he retire the night Page debuted? Edge, no. That would have would Edge have been before the the, the NXT was really established like that. Edge, I think, was 2011, right? But you just said that she debuted maybe 2012, right? Yeah, I think Edge was probably a year before, if I'm not mistaken, because Ed, that was soon after. That was around the time frame that Christian won the world heavyweight title soon thereafter, right? Somewhere around there, yeah. Because the the way the way that the my timeline has it. Was Edge retired in 2011, according to Google. Mm-hmm. 
And so I think Christian would have been the world title if that next extreme rules, which was also the night, if I'm not mistaken, Cena comes out after the finish of the pay-per-view to announce that Osama bin Laden was dead. Did you say Osama bin Laden? Mm-hmm. That was, I don't know if you ever saw that video or not, but that was the night, it was a Sunday night that the announcement of the death of Osama bin Laden was announced, and uh-huh. they found out while that pay-per-view was still going on, and there's after-pay-per-view footage of Cena coming down to ringside to make that announcement to the crowd, which was really, you know, really a significant thing to watch. By the way, Paige debuted 2014 on the Raw brand. I mean, let's uh, Matthew oh. and Reed had not doing their math because uh, wow. she said wow. she had a four-year career. 2018 well, minus no, I was, four. I was I was technically right because I said it was after Edge. So don't include me in your debacle of when Paige debuted. <laughs> But uh, getting inspiration from Edge, uh, saying that it's, you know, there's more to life than just this. Um, you know, as as bad as it hurts her, she's now going to go find something else. Now, again, she has got, uh, she's got, actually, that might have been the Daniel Bryan, because it says that Paige debuted in New Orleans. Yes, Mania. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Amazing. Uh, Cole, Michael Cole, after going over the footage of uh, Undertaker beating John Cena, says the dead man is back with a vengeance. Really? Where's he back to? Is he back home? Because he's not back on the show. Yeah. I still, that match irritates me. <laughs> to the, yeah. I'm, again, 24 hours removed, I'm irritated. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Elias. Elias performs a little song. He's got a little ditty. His music is interrupted by, hey, Matthew, this feels like one of those times when something's going to happen. It is the Raw after WrestleMania, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, a returning Bobby Lashley, the dominator, is in. This is not a match, folks. Lashley comes in, destroys Elias, and leaves. Only problem I have is they got way too close to Bobby's face. I think he paints on his eyebrows. Well, there's, I mean, quite a few uh, decent people among us paint on our, I mean, their eyebrows, so. Bobby Lashley back in WWE, thoughts? Lashley, Lesnar. Was that ever a match? Have we ever had it? I don't think so. I think we passed like two ships in the night. Lashley's got MMA background. Yeah, yeah. I think they passed like two ships in the night. Well, Lesnar was at 04. That was that. Yeah, I mean, Lashley was been, Bellator. It, I thought. Yeah, they 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 may have missed each other by a year or two because I mean I remember, I remember Lashley Money in the Bank 05, 06, uh, being his first WrestleMania. So I think they passed like two ships in the night. That that is that's an interesting. The joke was they called him Black Lesnar. Yeah, that that's an interesting matchup right there. Um, Lashley, Lashley, Lesnar, Lashley, Joe. There's a lot of interesting combinations you can pull out here. Lashley, Braun. Yes, yes. Okay, well, Kurt Angle backstage uh, talking about the Wild Night of Raw, talking about how Bobby Lashley uh, debuted, and he turns, looks, what are you guys doing here? Matthew Thomas, last night. 
I asked you what happens now that Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon have won, and what did you say? I said that Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens go to Raw. Well, yes and no. So you're only half right, Mr. Thomas. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens show up on Raw. They beg for a job. Angle, the line of the last how many years? Hey, there's only one job here, but I uh, I heard there's a bunch of people getting hired down in TNA. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, uh... Yeah, it's one thing to mention WCW. You notice, obviously, they don't own any TNA yeah. footage. They mentioned TNA. <laughs> and, and this isn't Kurt Angle's, you know, return to WWE with Dixie Carter interviews. Kurt Angle with a snotty little shot on TNA. Not that Dixie Carter's involved anymore. But um, Owens and Sammy roll their eyes. Owens says he's got kids and he's got a family. And then Sammy says, you know what, I, I got a family too. But you don't have kids. Well, this is obvious. Angle says Sammy and Owens have to wrestle for the spot. There's only one spot. One person gets it, one person does not. Take it or leave it, they walk off and thank Angle. Matthew, um, Superstar Shakeup next week, so I didn't care what happened with him now that we know that Superstar Shakeup is coming, but there they were. Sammy Zayn, Kevin Owens, trying to get their jobs back on Raw. Yeah, interesting that one person's going to get the spot. Let me ask you this. Have we done... Have we done the angle where not due to the person just falling off the face of the earth, but for storyline purposes, have we done an angle where somebody gets pulled back down to NXT? No, but that would be the one. Mm-hmm. That's that's the one right there. You you send them. You know what? You're demoted, or you wait until they're in Saudi Arabia, or you wait until they're in England. Call them regulated. You know, just like the. Uh, Soccer. Mm, there you go. Okay. Heath Slater and Rhino in the ring, and they're cutting a promo. Talk about somebody that's got kids and somebody that needs this job. Calling out any tag team that'll come out. You know, Matthew Thomas, this sounds like one of those times when something's going to happen. You know, it's the Raw after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. One of the most dominant tag teams to run through NXT, and this isn't the Ascension, folks. This is the authors of Pain. Uh getting called up with their manager, WWE Hall of Famer, Precious Paul Ellering. There was nothing here. This was, a, I mean, literally a semi doing 100 miles an hour blown through Rhino. And it's going to be hard to get through Rhino because Rhino is almost like a semi now too. Uh, blown through Rhino and Heath Slater, your winners of the match, authors of pain. The tag team division is already full, according to Kurt Angle, and uh, it's looking pretty dominant. Do you think the authors of pain make it to take on Sheamus and Cesaro? That's what the smart money would say. I mean, this is this is a dominant tag team. Someone you book is dominant, and I I just don't know these guys losing inside of a month really fits what the tag team is is all about. So I, I think they take the titles. Back from break, and here comes Roman Reigns, um, moving slow. And uh, if you look closely um, on his hairline. In the left half of his head, uh, in the front, he's got stitches. So that uh, that bump either was made to look like he took it legitimately, or he really did get gashed, and he's got stitches in his head. Um, uh, just everything he said tonight just irritated me, and I don't know if it's intentional or it's just that he he's like a millennial, and I mean this in a bad way, of course. 
It's like a millennial that didn't have things happen the way he wanted them. And you know what? He's going to go on the internet and complain, or he's going to, you know, he's going to protest and picket, like he's, you know, making a difference. He says we can see that he got his ass kicked, but uh, he's here tonight, and he can tell us this much that Brock Lesnar isn't. Reigns says, to be honest, he still doesn't know what happened. Got to the Superdome and said everything fell off. Everyone looked at him differently, and there was whispers. Now, Roman Reigns says McMahon couldn't even smarten up, but uh, he does know that Brock is one hell of a businessman. See, word got out on Wednesday that Brock Lesnar was going back to UFC, but WWE announced today that Lesnar had signed a new deal with the WWE. Now, Reigns says he found out on the Internet that he was booked inside a steel cage match with Lesnar, didn't even know about it until he got to the building and read about it on the Internet. He doesn't know what's going on, but he knows that if they keep putting him in matches with Lesnar, he will end up becoming the universal champion. Matthew, your thoughts on whiny Roman Reigns? Uh, I just don't know. This this whole Reigns arc has been so strange. Um, you know, going back to we really got to go back to what twenty twenty fifteen was. I mean, th- this this happened three years ago. You know, 2015 was the year he won the Rumble, right? Then there was the snowstorm, and everybody was snowed out of Raw, and they interviewed him. And then him Dean Ambrose was and... on the road, you know, trying to find <laughs> his way to the building. Yes, and, you know, he and Lesnar, that WrestleMania gets interrupted by Rollins. We've really been on a three-year build with these two guys that people have really lost interest in. And, and look, I, I was – I was intrigued by last night's match. I thought they told a a good story. I'm not a fan of I I think you're kind of showing the limits of both guys when it's finisher versus finisher versus finisher versus finisher. But I I, I was captivated by it. not to say that it's a it was a great great match or anything, but. I just don't know how long you can draw Reigns Lesnar out, and we're just still talking about the big coronation of Reigns has been coronated. Reigns is a former WWE champion. I mean, do you remember that title run? Yeah, do you remember the title run? Was it late? I guess it was late fifteen, where it was you know kind of the the slower time of the year, November December. We had a Reigns title temperature check. Title, yes, and. You know, it's like this. It's interesting because this is a multiple-time champion that that they're trying to almost ignore in storyline content. They're still trying to paint this guy as the underdog who can't win the title, and he's he has won the title multiple times. It's we're just in a strange, strange place where it, it's it's like they they want to keep you to think that this big coronation's coming, but it's already happened, but they want you to forget about it, and then they're afraid to pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah, they're afraid to pull the trigger on it again, man. I I just, Reigns is a strange, strange case, because in the past, when you've had... uh I was going to say, you have all of that going on, and the reason I cut what I was talking about at the point I cut it, he gets interrupted just like you did by Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe put the verbal punk 
move on him. He goes, you know what? When Brock Lesnar's done with you in the cage, I'm going to put you to sleep. I'm going to make you tap out. And, dude, he literally said, you know what? We're tired of hearing about you beating Lesnar because you're a liar. You're a fraud. You're a phony. You can't do it. You lie to all these people. You lie to all your family, and you lie to yourself. You can't do it, and I can't wait to make you tap out. I like it. I mean, I think this what we've seen in this interaction of these two in the past has been great, and these these two guys, I think, work really, really well together. And uh, yeah, I don't I don't know, you know, if it's a Reigns if they're finally coming around turning and just trying to make everybody just not like the dude, but I mean, that's been a large portion of the sentiment for a while with a good bulk of the audience is the guy has just not been likable. So uh I, I just I I don't know where you go where you go long term. I don't know with Reigns if they got the guy they thought they had as the champion. And look, you have the Cena comparisons and this, that, and the other, but the the problem with like I, the problem with those comparisons is Cena from the start had charisma. Uh, Reigns Reigns has got the look, but he doesn't have the charisma, and those are two completely. He's got a completely that goes with it too. Yes. Like something's owed to him because he's slowing and he's related to The Rock. Right, right, right. And Cena again, came just, up, you know, hardcore, you know, thugonomics. Mm-hmm. He worked his body. He came up as, you know, while it may not be, I mean, you know, Cena, do you remember when Cena challenged, I forget what rapper it was, to a rap battle at WrestleMania? That was a big yeah, story. Yeah. Cena beating JBL for the belt, that was a big story. I mean, Cena was a man of the people at that point. Reigns just seems fake. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's something about him that just absolutely doesn't connect. And it's it's insane because we see it. This is a push that has – this has been the same old story for the last three years, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, three calendar years. But that's four WrestleManias we had that this guy – that they've been trying to get this guy over. And they keep giving him all these gimmicks. I mean, he beat The Undertaker. He won Royal Rumble. Yeah. They, I mean, all these let's different Let's go gimmicks. back. They, they, keep, they keep giving him victories, but there's really no gimmick. I don't know what the guy's supposed to be. You know, the shield was the shield thing. Reigns still coming out with his vest on, you know. Reigns is the one that kept the shield music. Yeah. And it's... it's it's so, it's so, it's so strange because like I, I don't know, I don't know what his gimmick is supposed to be. I don't know why I'm supposed to like him or supposed to cheer for him. Cena, he's the cool rapper guy that had some charisma. Reigns reminds and he became the Marine of, Cena. Right, right. Reigns just reminds you of the uppity jock in high school. That yeah. it's not going around like doing mean things to people, but it just has this air about it. And right. it, it's it, it is just when you really I mean, we could spend an hour just dissecting. I was going to say we're going to wrap push. up this rains bashing of yours. Yeah, but but it's just and it's not bashing. It's just very perplexing as to 
when you really stop and think about how long this has been going on, this has been – this guy has been given the title multiple times, multiple titles, but yet there's this hesitancy to make that full move right there as far as you know the, the face of the company. And they, they tried, and it's just – it's a really, really strange thing to just just watch, and not not just from the fans' perspective, perspective, but just from WWE's perspective. As I mean, that they are seemingly afraid to pull the trigger. Here's a, and I'll kind of end it with this. There's two, there's two top spots. There's the guy that's the champion, and then there's the face of the company. The face of the right. company, they invest a lot of stuff into. Let's go back, Hogan. Warrior was supposed to be the face of the company. Bret Hart was the face of the company. Then really you kind of had champions, but then you get Stone Cold Steve Austin's the face. Then really The Rock is the face of the company. The Rock kind of led into, uh, they're bouncing around. They needed Cena. Cena's been the face of the company ever since. He's still the face of the company. But a guy like Roman, they're trying to get him to be the face of the company, and it's just not working. I mean, there's multiple other champions that have been there not the face of the company. Let's move on. Well, let's talk about... You, go ahead. Yeah, one, one, th- one thing real quick, you've really got to take take a step back, too. And we're in an era in on Raw right now we haven't been in since they started airing episodic, you know, weekly live television since, since the inception of Raw with, a part, with, with somebody like a, a Lesnar where we have somebody that we don't see, um, you know, every week and we don't see – I. I'd be really interested to go back and look at the total title defenses in 2017. So we're we're just in a, a time that's really unprecedented for uh, Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the um, – I don't know if they have it yet. Uh, the Eater of Deletion, maybe? The tag team of Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. And they, uh, they defeat the tag team of Titus Worldwide in the tag team eliminator match. So Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt – are awoken and here and have a chance at the tag titles. Your thoughts? I like this team. I like it mainly for the sake of uh, of Bray Wyatt, and I hope they give him some stuff and some vignettes at the Hardy compound because, um, you know, he needs something to kind of refresh things a little bit, and it's, sure. it's interesting to see a face Bray Wyatt. I uh, like it so far. I don't like it, but I know where it's going to go, and I know it'll be something I like. There is a backstage segment with uh, Jeff Hardy walking with Finn Balor and Seth Rollins, and all of a sudden you see Brother Matthew. Ah, hello, sibling. And here comes Bray Wyatt. Hey, Bray. Glad to see we uh, got you out of Sister Abigail. How do you feel? I feel great. It was just awkward. I mean, to see a happy... Ray Wyatt rubbing his belly. Uh, it was just awkward. Let's talk Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Um, Kurt Angle backstage watching. Owens with the clothesline. Uh, Owens falls to the floor. The referee counts three. They're slow to get back up. Sammy goes for the superplex, but Owens counters and drives Sammy into the mat for the big pop. Both superstars down as fans, really. Double countout. A double countout. We talked about them coming back and not coming back. Matthew? The superstar shakeups next week. Does it even yeah. matter? Most likely not. Okay. Neither man will be joining Raw, and then the fans chanting TNA. That was actually kind of funny. 
Uh, the main event, which, um, fine, that's the main event wrestling match. The Miz, Curtis Axel, and Bo Dallas taking on the team of Jeff Hardy, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins. Uh, your winners of the match and destroying and dismantling the Miz Tourage is Rollins, Balor, and Hardy. Matthew, I expected something else after this. Yeah. For a Raw after WrestleMania. Hello? Anybody there? Hello? Yeah. That's it? Hello? What happened? Yeah, a little anticlimactic there. You know, again, just you if you could have done one of these surprises there at the, uh, you know, at the end, I think. Yeah, I mean, even even putting Joe Reigns on at the end, just giving some people something to be excited about. Um, I, I don't know. Very rarely are you ever going to be super excited over over a six man tag. Um, but it was and it was what it was. I mean, it was the WrestleMania post-Raw, because we were told about it. Special things happen. Well, this match wasn't special. This was something that you set up at a house show. This is Oof. this is a match where this is a you know a spot where you're used to seeing Cena come out or Rain or Lesnar come out and crush Cena like he did in 2012. You know, something special to to send you off the air Over again. Over you and after the Rock's playing his guitar. Yep. Randy or I mean somebody, yeah, no. anybody. Something. Mm-hmm. We got nothing. But we got something on the phone lines. Let's go to seven oh seven. Your name and where you're calling from. Well, it's been a long time, Brother Nero. It's your boy Ruth here from Sonoma County, California, Wine Country, USA. How you just doing tonight? Ruben, you're selling like Tony Schiavone on uh a Nitro where they're actually gonna do some good business. You're excited. Business is picked up there. Good old words of good old JR. It is great to hear from you, brother, brother Nero and brother Matthew. It's good to hear from all of you. <laughs> good to hear from you, What do you got? And yeah, and we are white, and we are white country strong here. I mean, after the fires and after all the craziness that's been happening, I haven't had a chance to talk to you guys, but we are good. We are white country strong now. Oh wow! <laughs> you know what? Since this WrestleMania, it's the night after, I mean, well, probably the last, say, 15 years. The Monday night after Raw, I mean, after WrestleMania, is usually the most craziest night of the year. The crowd is opinionated, shenanigans everywhere, a breakout star appears, and obviously, yeah, a moment where John Cena's standing in the middle of the ring and he gets jacked either by Brock Lesnar or by uh, uh, Ryback or somebody. Prime time return. That didn't happen. Yes, yes, that didn't happen tonight. So this raw gets a C plus for me. Ooh, the only—I mean, it was good to see Bobby Lashley. It's good to see Jeff Hardy. It's good to see the Eaters or Deletion. It's good to see the Road Warriors 3.0. I mean, you know, it was great to see a lot of new talent. Moon, um, No Way Jose, a la uh, Adam Rose. <laughs> It it was good to see a lot of stuff, but at the end of the day, it was it was drier than any Chardonnay I ever drank. Mm. Mm. Roman Roman Reigns needs Paul Heyman. That's who he needs. Remember, you just said it yourself. Sometimes when you look good, it's sometimes when you're so good looking, it's better for you to look good than speak. You know what I mean? Like, look at Brock Lesnar, what has made him so successful. He can kind of talk a little bit, but Heyman is the 
is the is the money. He's the money, and he brings and he brings credibility to Brock Lesnar. That's what Roman Reigns needs. He needs a mouthpiece. He needs someone that can be his advocate because he can't talk. I mean, the promo he cut that night by saying Roman Reigns. I mean that. Uh, Brock Lesnar was around. That's the best he's ever sound ever. And after that, he didn't sound so good at all. Then we finish our main event tonight in a six-man tag team matchup, which clearly tells me that at Backlash, we're going to have a fatal four-way for the Intercontinental title. It's already there. Yep. So you, we can just go ahead and book it, you know. And Kurt Angle... <laughs> Probably the joke of the night was pretty much saying, hey, TNA's hiring, which is is a lot to be said about them because it seems like they can't hold on to nobody out there. And I don't – and it's hard to say who's running the damn company. So with that being said, this 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 Raw just – SmackDown got to do a better job tomorrow night. They well, have what to we do talked it. about last night, uh, Roman – uh, Roman, I almost called you Roman Reigns. Ruben, sorry. <laughs> what we talked about last night um, – Heel turn from Shinsuke with a low blow. Does he cut a promo? Word has it out on the internet, Shinsuke can talk better English than he's been given credit for. Yes, of course. I mean, he's playing a potentially the Asian role where he barely can speak English, but we know he's very savvy. The same thing with Asuka. You know, so they both can talk pretty clean English. And the heel turn, it, it needed to happen because I actually picked AJ Styles to win the match, but I said the one that needed it the most was Shinsuke. He needed it the most because it's like this guy came out of nowhere last year at WrestleMania. He was supposed to be the artist. Everyone promoted him to being this big star, and he's not won a championship. So where's the payout? But where's the money? Where's the money, exactly? Is it at Backlash where he finally wins the title? And let's give Jenna Mahal, let's give Jenna Mahal some love, man. I picked him. I picked Ravish and Robert Roode to win the title, the U.S. title, but I picked as the person who needed it was was the modern-day Maharaja. He needed this. So now he has credibility now for winning that world title against Randy yeah. Orton. Yeah. He he needed it the most. And Matt Hardy winning the uh, Under the John Memorial Battle Royale, which I thought USA said they were going to air, but they never did. I really wanted Kane to win it. If he was involved in it, I'm not sure he was, but I he thought was. that he should have won it. Huh? He was. He was. I wanted him to win it as a way of saying thank you for all the memories. I bid you adieu. But the guy who really needed to win it was the perfect ten. Someone like him because he is just completely vanishing from any WWE roster. I mean, it's like this guy, another person who came out, the night after all, the night after WrestleMania, with a lot of heat, a lot of steam behind him, and so far he's gone from being a perfect ten to being a minus ten. I mean, it's 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 hit or miss with these guys. I mean, and you would think having two shows, they would give these guys a little bit more time to be on the air and wrestle and put themselves on TV, but they keep focusing themselves too much on main event talent to worry about the Nick Carters. But there is one good shining light that came out of all of this. Naomi, who I picked to win, who did win, but the one that I thought should have won was Dana Brooke. She needs it. Because she was supposed to be 
Beth Phoenix twin, the new Beth Phoenix, or the new China, the girl with the athletic built body who's supposed to be dominating the whole roster, and she she's not even worldwide material. I'm just sorry. It's just I don't even oh, know no. what to do. Yeah, and I thought after WrestleMania that would be the end of New Day. I thought it would be over with. I may still have a chance next week when they break them up because it's time for them to do so. It's time for Xavier Woods. Um, Paige, listen, Xavier Woods. Um, I mean, if you need something to do, you can always call Xavier. Oh, she's she's uh, she's busy right now. Uh, okay, okay, all right. In any event, Xavier Woods can go the two or five live. Big E or Kofi Kingston split up. One go to Raw, one to go to SmackDown, and, and become part of the U.S. or Intercontinental title runs. Other than that, this New Day thing, I've been done with it. I was done with it when they invented it. It was too much. Now you have new tag team champions, which I'm happy for, and now that's going to make things very interesting there on the SmackDown brand. Other than that, this whole night, oh, my goodness, three hours, I can't get back. Your thoughts, nope. Jess? Well, that's what it is. That's that's the roster of WrestleMania. You know, sometimes special things happen, Ruben. <laughs> oh, yeah, I came on a show. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we are going to wrap that up. Ruben, we appreciate you calling in. Thanks for stopping by this special edition Raw reaction. Ruben, stay safe. Always. Matthew, that's it. Um, we will return to our normally scheduled broadcasting next week with Nitro Reaction, working our way towards, I think we're at the Great American Bash 97, right? We are the go-home to that. Okay. No, I think I we did believe. the go-home. Did no, we, we did the go-home. The go-home was DDP and Sting getting lifted back into the sky. Was that the go-home? Okay. I think that was the go-home. So I think we're doing Great American Bash 97. So lots of good stuff going on here over at PWR Show and Interactive Productions at the PWR Now Network. For Matthew Thomas, I'm the man they call me. Thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you guys next week. So long, everyone. <laughs>